Hi, welcome to MTG Profits, the podcast. This is the podcast all about Magic the Gathering finance. This is a special holiday episode for this year of 2018. This is Andy as your host for this day's podcast. My co-host Devin is off planeswalking somewhere, possibly in Lorwyn or... Uh, maybe somewhere in Dominara, who, who knows, But uh, so he won't be joining us today. But uh, I've got a few bits of news and a few little things to show, share with you, and then on to the holidays. I hope everyone has a great one. First off, I w- just wanted to talk about Ravnica Allegiance. We have had the rest of the New mechanics spoiled. We talked some about those in the last podcast, but we now know the, the rest of them. The next one that we have on the list to talk about is adapt. So adapt is a new keyword for the Simics. So this new keyword has the keyword mechanic name, adapt, and then a number following it. So the number refers to a number of plus one, plus one counters that will come into, onto that creature if you pay the adapt cost. So it says, if this creature has no plus one, plus one counters on it, put a four plus one, plus one counters on it. This, for example, for an adapt four. So it gives you a way to put counters onto a creature that has no counters on it. Now the bonus is if you have counters on the creature, there's some sort of bonus usually associated with that, possibly in addition to having those, just the counters. For example, for the one that, one of the creatures that was spoiled was the Ghana Utopian Speaker, which says, each creature you control with a plus one, plus one counter on it has trample. So, you see, it's, it's beneficial to have those plus one, plus one counters. This fits the theme of Simics of adding plus one, plus one counters. I don't think there's anything really new or unexpected there, just another twist to it, uh, which is fine. Next up, we have the Gruul Clans. Their new mechanic is called Riot. Once again, exactly what you'd kind of expect in terms of a keyword. And Gruul, as you remember, is red-green. And the Riot keyword says, This creature enters the battlefield with your choice of a plus one, plus one counter, or haste. So it's, it's another mechanic that gives you a choice. You can get a little beefier creature, or you can have haste. I mean, this, this fits back in with the regular style of here, do you want to get big beefy creatures, do you want to attack fast, do you want to swing right away. So this is makes perfect sense for this clan. More counters in play, hasty creatures, etc. So I think that's good. It works fine. I, once again, nothing really super new or unexpected there. Uh, once again, right in style with that. And the last one to talk about is Azorius. Their new mechanic is called Addendum. So Addendum is a new ability word. So ability words don't have any certain rules meaning, so it's more just kind of a label. And it's mostly going to be on the instance that you see. So it's an additional or alternative effect if you cast the spell during your main phase. So for example, the bottom of the card says Addendum. If you cast this spell during your main phase, you may put a permanent card converted mana cost 7 or less from your hand onto the battlefield. So it's a little bonus that you get if you play it during your main phase. This seems pretty pretty lackluster to me. Nothing really exciting. I don't really care for the keyword name, addendum. 
you know, at, meaning kind of an addition to, that really just seems like a really generic term. I'm not really excited about that at all. Getting a bonus, this really seems kind of the weakest of all the like the abilities that we've seen so far. I'm I'm sure there'll be some decent addendums, but I don't know. This is really really dry to me. I uh, I'll just say bonus or who knows something else. It it just seems really plain and not really. Anything cool or necessarily even particular to this clan. I, I don't feel that's really anything even remotely related. Seems like they kind of were out of ideas and they just needed something to say extra. So I, I don't know about that one. Uh, we've also got split cards. There'll be split cards again. I never like the split cards. I think that's just kind of a weird concept. I, I would rather do that. I hate kind of these deviations from the main formats. Uh, I don't, don't care for having the split cards. But I, I, I don't disagree with the power on them. Um, there's some there's definitely some good ones. But I, I just not not a, not a real fan of the concept of that. We'll have hybrid mana again, which is fine. I think that's good. So... All that to look forward to with Ravnica Allegiance, which is going to be coming out in this January. So we have seen some of the spoilers, and those are updated. Not too much out there yet. These are mostly just the spoilers that we've seen that have been as part of the uh, ability and mechanic uh, previews. So nothing, not a whole lot yet, but I'm sure there'll be more and more coming as we go. Uh, looks like one of the juicier ones here is Bedevil which was a black-red instant destroy target artifact creature or planeswalker. That one's already worth quite a few bucks, so we'll keep our eye and see what's what's coming out next, but that's that's going to be a good one regardless, I think you could pretty much say. The other thing I want to mention for today, since we're this is Christmas Day, recording that on December 25th, so Santa has come and he's hopefully brought you lots of gifts and lots of magic cards and you're having a grand old time with your your family and friends, and I hope everything is 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 great and well. But I think we're gonna pose a question for today, and that is, if you could ask Santa for three magic cards of any kind, any set, any price level, doesn't matter. What would those three cards be? Remember, you have could ask for any cards you wish, and Santa. He's going to show up, he's going to pull them out of his sack, and he's going to say, or out of his, just his jacket pocket, uh, and say, here you go, here's here's three cards, and they're sleeved, so they're, they're in good shape, all, all in, in perfect uh, near-mint condition, what would you pick? You know, I, I put down a list of cards, and I, I had a hard time at first narrowing it down, and I, I don't think I could get everything, obviously, that I would want. But uh, I went through my list, and then I went through it twice. And I think my top three cards, if I could wish for any magic cards, would be... Drumroll here. Da, 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 da. First up, Earthcraft. And this is an enchantment from Tempest. It's a rare. One colorless, one green mana. Tap an untapped creature control. Untapped target basic land. And you could do this, it has a the colon there, so you could do it with any untapped creature. 
This seems super powerful. So if you have a lot of creatures, you could get them to have lots of lands. And I'm sure there are some tricks you can play with this with untapping, untapping lands and creatures that untap. So I'm sure there's some infinite combos here. Uh, no doubt. Super powerful. Uh, I like the idea of this one. You know, the way back in 2013, this was only about $12. Just recently now, it's up to about $57. So way too pricey for my blood. But I like the I like the card. Next on my list is a Planeswalker. He, this guy, I, I'd say he's probably the most famous Planeswalker of them all. And he's had some, you know, rough, rough patches. But uh, I think he's still going to be around. He's... Still always going to have his place here. And that is Jace the Mind Sculptor. A.K.A. Papa Jace from World Wake. He is two colorless and two blue mana. He has three loyalty on him. And he's he's just great. I mean, he is plus two. Is look at the top card of a target player's library. You put that card on the bottom of that player's library. His zero is draw three cards, then put two cards from your hand on top of the library in any order. His minus one is return target creature to its owner's hand. It is minus 12. Exalt all cards from target's player's library. That player then shuffles his or her hand into his or her library. So, super powerful. This guy has seen it all. He's been banned. He's been, you know, tournament level all over the place. You know, one thing I regret is I never had a copy of him. I've had a lot of other Planeswalkers. I bought and I sold them and I, all sorts of things. But, you know, I never had a Jace. He was always the, the top of the heap. And I was always really reluctant to pay, you know, the real big money for him. Uh, right now, he is about, about $93 or so. So he is not cheap. He is still up there. He has really held on to it. Um, so... Papa Jake's. My very last pick for today, for of all, of all the cards I can possibly have. You know, I gotta pick one card that's gonna net me some money. If I if I was gonna get these cards, I'd hate to sell it. But you know, I need to make a little money off my picks. And who knows? Maybe I would keep it for the collection. But one of the Probably namesake cards of Magic the Gathering as a whole, as certainly a collector's item, as probably the the rarest and most valuable Magic card of all. Can you guess it? You should know this one. It's the Black Lotus, of course. This was an artifact from the beginning. This is unlimited edition, uh, zero casting cost. Add three mana of any single color of your choice to your mana pool. Then is discarded. Tapping this artifact can be played as an interrupt. Wow. Uh, pretty pretty powerful. I mean, this card is just heck. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna win the game. I mean, let's let's be be honest. You know, actually, I said unlimited. It, it wasn't unlimited, but I I want the the alpha edition of this uh, because that's gonna be worth even more. And that, that Alpha Edition has the, the black border on it. Um, and right now, that thing is going for about uh, $17,500. So not too shabby on that. Uh, even if you only got half that much, uh, that's still pretty good. 
So amazing, amazing card. Um, I'm liking it. I would definitely pick that one. And so it. the other ones I had on the, my list as, as contenders were Exploration, uh, to play an additional lands. Also another great card. Uh, we've got uh, Back to Basics, non-basic lands don't tap. I really like that. I like the hate. Um, seems good to me. And the other card, which I was also on the fence with, Time Walk. Take an extra turn. Wow, that's that's pretty good. So can't go wrong with that one. So those are my top three picks: Earthcraft, Jace the Mind Sculptor, and the Black Lotus. So what were your top picks? I hope I'm sure you had some good ones on the list. Well, that's gonna wrap us up really for this special holiday episode. Next week, next episode, we do have some special stuff coming up. So, you know, we, we mention picks all the time here and what to buy. And we've gone through several weeks with different picks. But, you know, what was the result of that? You know, how did we do in all our picks? Well, you know what? We've got the numbers to answer that question. So we're going to go through and we're going to tell you what were the winners that we picked of all of them. And what were the big losers? We've got the numbers. We crunched them got them for you we'll go through it and we'll see how we ended up for this year of picking our picks for the best magic cards as investments so for now this is andy signing off i hope everyone has happy holidays has a merry christmas has a great time with your family and friends relax have a nice beverage and who knows maybe just go play a little bit of magic too or we'll play some arena. There you go. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye.